If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. This is News Night in the next 60 minutes. During that five years, we'll be experiencing it every, every, every year. Residents of Dawenya fume after water from a nearby dam invaded their homes, destroying their properties. We'll get to hear from the assemblyman for the area who is blaming managers of the nearby irrigation dam for the devastation. The, and the source is coming from the Dawenya dam. Now the, the dam does not have any gate. It's not able to contain it. So it overflows. It spills downstream. The MP for the area is calling for investigations. Over 600 people displaced because somebody is sleeping on the shore. It's the former, former scheme manager who gave out the land. The DC says he doesn't know anything about it. So who gave the permits? I mean, we need to have a proper investigation into this matter. And after 122 days of passage, the criminal amendment bill, which seeks to criminalize accusation of witchcraft, finally lands on the desk of the president for the much-awaited assent. We'll get it to put it all into perspective and also hear from the Coalition Against Witchcraft Accusations, which is questioning the unnecessary delays. Whose responsibility is to make sure that the bill got to the president? And also whose responsibility was it to make sure that they made follow-up? We'll get to check on this particular bill, which is now on the desk of the president. And it remains uncertain whether over 13,000 students forced to stay at home following clashes in Inquanta South Municipality will return to school. Parents will choose to send their children to school. And most of the teachers who belong to the ethnic group have all moved away from, from town. So that is the difficulty that we are having. We'll get to hear from the Municipal Director of Education who is uncertain about when calm will return, especially after two fresh deaths on Sunday. In business, government moves to ensure projects financed by external creditors will not suffer should negotiations on debt restructuring delay. And in sports, Asante Kotoko on course to advance to the next stage of the MTNFA Cup as the lead nation's FC by three goals to one at halftime at the Brass Sports Stadium. And we'll get our stories of hope for today and we'll tell you about an Eastern Region teacher's innovative solution to ensure no girl in Adoso misses school because of inability to afford sanitary pad. Sanitary towel, the prices is going high. 
And even we, the workers, sometimes it's with some sort of pain. Why should, why should we pay such a price? We have that and more in this edition of News Night. Please do all to join us with your thoughts and comments via WhatsApp. Also, um, on all our social media platforms, our WhatsApp line 055 During that five years, we'll be experiencing it every 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 year. And we start off from Dawenya, where residents of the area are fuming after water from a nearby dam invaded their homes, destroying their properties. In the process, several residents were taken by surprise as the water caught them off guard. Many affected individuals have not been able to rest or venture outdoors for nearly two days now. According to the municipal assembly, more than 600 homes have been affected. Mavis, one of the severely impacted residents, shared with Joy News that the, f- the flood swept away all their belongings, leaving the remaining ones damaged. She recounts how her child was almost carried away by the strong water current. Presently, they are seeking shelter at a friend's place. Listen. During that five years, we'll be experiencing it every, every, every year, like during rain season. So we thought this time around, like we are free because we entered almost getting to the um, dry season. Then yesterday, the water came. The rain has carried all our belongings away and the remaining ones are spoiled. My child was also nearly carried away by the water current. Something must be done about it. Right now, we are sleeping at a friend's place. This is not the first time, but we have no option than to be here. We bought the land during the dry season, so we didn't know about the situation. Many were caught unaware. Well, some residents there interacting with Joy News. My colleague Elvis Washington is on this beat for us, joins us on the line with the very latest in these affected communities. It's been, it's been two days and counting, Elvis. Uh, paint a picture of the situation to us. All right, good evening. Well, the situation in Dawinia, I must say, is very dire. Um, the water from the Dawinia Dam has affected five communities. Let me run you through these communities. Adote Kopi, Nyocho, Bosushi, Adokopi, and Oshioku. And according to residents, these um, communities, most of, most of the houses in these communities have actually been built on waterways. And also, so it means that every, every year, this situation happens within the community. But this year, it has been quite serious, more than every other year. According to the residents, they have actually uh, tried whatever they can do to get the attention of the assembly, but to no um, avail. And today, the MP, together with some residents, went on a tour. Together with some officials, went on a tour in the area. And unfortunately, the MP was not happy with what he saw. According to the MP, he actually blamed the assembly for sitting a loop and watching residents to build on waterways. Indeed, you can see houses built in the middle of the, the, the stream, a particular stream that connects from the dam straight into the sea. Houses have been built directly in the middle of the street. And the MP was not happy with the assembly because they have failed to do the NICO by ensuring that residents who build in waterways, um, such houses are being pulled down and residents searched. And he actually tells the assembly that it's high time that the digital is being done to ensure that this situation becomes a thing of the past because it happens all the time and they call on the assembly. And I only believe that it is high time this situation is actually addressed. Me out of it, and now there's a crisis. It's me that people are calling. I mean, we need to we need to call a spade a spade. Yes, there are natural consequences, there are natural causes for this, but it's been exacerbated by the decisions and inactions of keep the indiscipline in our community. And now we have people paying the price for it. Over 600 people displaced and counted. 
property vanished into millions, destroyed. People have worked all their lives in Accra, bought land here and built with their retirement, and it's all gone because somebody's sleeping on the shore. I mean, we need to have a proper investigation into this matter. And for example, at the irrigation site, the scheme manager tells me it's the former, it's the former scheme manager who gave out the land. The DC says he doesn't know anything about it. So who gave the permit? How can a scheme manager sell state land? To who? A foreigner? A locals? This is unacceptable in our country. So that's the Ningo Pram Pram MP. We'll get to hear from the assembly member for the area. But thankfully, uh, the Ningo Pram Pram MP, Sam George, joins us on the line. We are grateful uh, for your time here on News Night. I can sense the fury in your voice uh, from your visit or your tour to these affected communities. We are told five of them. But let's put all in perspective, really, what's been your initial findings as to the cause of this particular flooding in these areas? Good evening to your listeners. It's just heartbreaking. And again, the anger you had in my voice comes from the fact that this is completely avoidable. Because this is a combination of rainfall, which is not out of the ordinary, because this is rainfall that always comes from the Shire Hills. We know it's always going to come. We know that the dam is built in such a way that it will spill once it gets to a certain level. The spill always happens. It doesn't flood people's homes in this manner. But it's simply because the aquifers and the buffers that have that exist for the stream that carries water from the Shire Hill has been sold. It's inside of the Irrigation Development Authority project in the way here. It's supposed to allow overflow water to sit there and sit gradually without flooding the community. They sold it, sold it to Chinese and Indians and locals and now they filled it up with black right and so there is no buffer zone so once the water comes it is all being channeled straight into the community and now you have adote flooded you have portions of ososhi adankope i mean it, it, it is it is mind-boggling and i mean when your reporters came they came to meet us at one of the locations in, in Adakopi, where we were carrying out a rescue of a mother and her three kids, the youngest of whom wasn't even one year old. They've been stuck in their building for 48 hours. And that building is sitting in the middle of a stream. It's sitting in the middle of the stream, a story building. So you're asking yourself, how did they get them? And in fact, the ironic part of it, or, the, or, or, or what is even telling, is in the middle of the stream, just before you got to their house, was a sign that had been covered by water that said, land for sale. So they were still selling parts of the stream, and people are buying it. You can buy land in the stream, and when the stream comes with water, you are demanding help from the MP and from the authorities. I mean, the indiscipline must be dealt with mm. but also our state institutions that have a mandate must work we can't continue to do business as usual in this country and expect different results how is it that houses have been built in the street who gave them permits mm. well, what is the assembly doing well we'll, we'll come now together there's a disaster, everybody's calling the mp to raise resources how do we do this I heard you there asking or calling for investigation, but from the narration, I'm getting the sense because earlier, all we're told was it's because of a simple spillage from the dam, but it appears inappropriate siting of buildings and the heavy rains uh, could be uh, the cause of this as well. So this investigation that you're calling causes, for... Mm -hmm. One of the root causes mm -hmm. is the, the immediate, because I challenged the current scheme manager mm -hmm. and told him that I was going to hold him responsible because of the feeling of the buffer or the, 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 the reservoir with latrite and selling of the land. And he said to me, Honorable, I agree with you, but it is not me who did it. I've been here for only eight months. Uh, and it's who the did he say did it? Scheme manager, the immediate past scheme manager of the Doenya uh, uh, Irrigation Farm. Who did it? I'm trying mm -hmm. to get his name and number, and I will put it out and demand that the police arrest him. 
because he cannot on his own break up and sell the, 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 the reservoir of the stream. Who gave him the authority to sell state land? I mean, this kind of indiscipline, we must, we must end it in our country. 600 people have had their livelihoods truncated and affected adversely because of the creed of one man. Why? Mm. I'm sure Why? after your tour, though, you've been in touch or you've been trying to reach the DCA for the area. What has been his response so far? Because I know you're calling for investigation. In the, in the immediate, what exactly is going to happen? Well, the DCA joined me on the tour. Mm -hmm. He didn't end with me, but he, joined, he started with me. And the DCA was there. I asked the DCA, I said, did you give permit for them to sell the reservoir? He said, no, I, I did not. Then I said, but you are the DCA. How, did, how, how are you in town with all your, your various agencies that you don't know this? And he says, well, we're going to call a, an emergency meeting to get to the bottom of this. But the DCA was there. He saw it. He saw the buildings in the waterway. And I was asking, how did you give permit? He says, well, they didn't come for permit. But if they didn't come for permit, then it means they're illegal structure. Mm. And that's why you have an engineering unit. He was there. He saw it. Well, the calls have been coming to you as the MP for the area. Well, 600 persons displaced, five communities. What is happening to these residents then? I, I'm told you're sleeping rough amongst others. What exactly is the plan in place for them? Not more, we are told, is also doing their bit. But really, 600 displaced, five communities. What happens? The, the National NADMO team was with us in the morning. They left at around 2 o'clock. I've been trying to reach the NADMO director general myself because one of the first things we need as a bet because for example a woman opened up her house and accommodated almost 40 people but she doesn't have 40 beds so they slept on the floor people are willing to open up their homes we have churches we have school buildings that we could use as safe havens or even if people want to stay with friends but they need to have at least mattresses that they can put on the floor then we also need to look at food because when the water entered people's homes they entered their kitchen destroyed all the food they have so we need to look at getting them some food that they can begin to survive on. Mm. These are this are the pressing needs that we have. Um, this this afternoon, before I left, the, I, I left. I'm just getting into a car. Before I left the constituency, we realized that the Lalue, which is the lagoon, which feeds into the sea, has been blocked by somebody who has who has built a road through the stream where the, the estuary is, where the lake. The lagoon feeds into the sea mm -hmm. about 200 meters away from the sea. Somebody has built his own seaside uh, hotel and has created a road through the, the lagoon and put a three-inch culvert for all the lagoon to pass through. And that is what has held the water up. So with Nadmo, we agreed that that had to be broken up. Nadmo said we're now coming to Accra. So I had to give money to the, uh, the, the assemblyman for the area and call the divisional commander and provide security. Let's break this road and allow the water to go. Because if the water doesn't, is not given an exit point, it is still standing. It's still stagnant water there. Okay. So for me, the first thing is to break up that road that has been created by an individual through the stream, allow the water to flow out. Then we begin to look at fumigation and, and, and decontamination of the, of the houses and then begin to look at how we can restore people to their previous condition. We're grateful. That's the Ningo Pram Pram MP, Sam George, there after his um, tour and initial assessment of the situation on the ground. We're scheduled to also speak to the DC, uh, but at the last minute, um, he's unable, he says he's unable uh, to join us for the discussion. But this is a situation that we are following up on. If you live in the Dawenya area affected by this, please, um, you can reach out to us, send us a message at 055 Let me take you now. Now um, to Parliament and follow up on this um, controversial issue as well. It's been 122 days since its passage by the Criminal Amendment Bill, which seeks to criminalise accusation of witchcraft, landed on the desk of the President just yesterday for the much-awaited assent. The bill, passed in July this year, prohibits the practice of accusing others of witchcraft and criminalises the declaration, accusation, naming or labelling of another person as a witch. So the goal of the bill essentially is to address the persecution of people accused of uh, being witches. Yesterday, the speaker and the minority leader 
took on the president for refusing to assent to the bill, accusing him of violating the constitution. Well, it came up on the floor after the former minority leader, Haruna Idrisu, raised the issue and then also the speaker also raising concerns. But after that, the majority leader, Osechi Mensabonsu, defended the president with these comments. And um, ordinarily, it should have been sent to the the president for his assent. I must state emphatically that those bills have not been sent to the president for his assent. The speaker knows about it. And I'm surprised that he came and, and made this address, made it appear as if the president was trampling upon the constitution. Nothing can be further from the truth. And going through, I realized that there were major challenges, things that parliament ought to have paid attention to. Unfortunately, I don't know whether it was because they were rushing through, they did not pay attention to them. So when I looked at them, I invited our um, officers at the legislative unit and drew their attention to them. Because when I looked at them, I made some comments. For instance, the head notes raises issues to do with uh, you know, more or less uh, professional witchcraft hunters. Who's a professional witchcraft hunter? Right? I mean, that in itself is problematic. And then the, there were so many areas that there were uh, clear challenges. So that's the uh, majority leader, Osaichi Mensabonsu, um, admitting that uh, the, the bill had not been sent to the president. But we've been hearing from the presidency uh, today that they actually received that uh, particular bill yesterday, the same time or the same day that this discussion was happening in parliament and asking the speaker to look within um, his house and not that of the, the Jubilee house because they had not received the bill. They are not the ones delaying uh, the passage or the assent um, to this particular bill. But let me bring in our presidential affairs correspondent, Elton Brobe, um, checking on this for us at the presidency. Elton, so um, it came yesterday, we know, uh, 24 hours after that, though. Um, do we have any news on progress? Of if you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. This particular bill. Well, I mean, Bob, it's unclear for now the direction the president is intending to go regarding this bill. Uh, all afternoon I've been checking the statute of the bill. Went up the president is ready to give his assent so that it can formally become a law or whether the president is still studying it. Now, what I think is that the president is relying on advisors to scrutinize the content of the bill passed by parliament. Now, some of the concerns raised by the majority leader of the Bonso, I'm told, are the very issues that is also, uh, you know, attracting the attention of the president and his advisors. The issues about some you know, names given to some actors in the bill, like professional witch hunters, they are asking whether there is an institution that trains people to become witch hunters and who qualifies to be one. So there should be proper definition of that particular provision. There's also about cost implication. Remember that this amendment to the criminal amendment bill was sponsored by a member of parliament under the uh, private member's motion, that there are clear-cut rules regarding a, a private member's motion. Key among them is the fact that a passage of such nature should not attract uh, financial support from the state, if you like. Now, there's concern that if somebody is incarcerated, for example, the state will have to spend money to take care of that person while in, in incarceration, and that will be a cost on the state. So the purpose, the, the issue about cost implication is defeated here if the spirit and letter of it is, is, is not is adhered. So these are some of the concerns that information is attracting discussions at the, at the presidency. So there is no information the president has assented to it. It's unclear when he will do so. My information is that the president 
is likely to leave the country for Dubai, where he's expected to attend the COP28. From there, he will travel to the United States and Nigeria and expected back in the country on December 10th. So that is the situation, Mepha. Thank you very much, um, Elton Broby there. And that's our presidential affairs correspondent giving his update on the situation. But thankfully, we have a co-sponsor of the bill, um, Godfred Seydou Jasso, uh, the MP for Wa East, joining us on the line. We are grateful uh, for your time here on Newsnight. So um, it, it turns out that when the discussion was on in Parliament about uh, the, the president not assenting um, to this particular bill that has been passed, it turns out that he hadn't even received um, this particular bill for assent. First off, though, there have been some issues about corrections who were professional which hunter is and cost implication did you get a sense that all these corrections were made before it hits the president's desk well first of all the the bill was thoroughly discussed clause by clause and approved and passed by the house if an editor or an english proofreader thinks otherwise their internal processes to pass through to to the extent that the sponsors none of us have been contacted about any wedding the normal processes that the clerk of parliament rise to the president now until today we are not aware that the president was not written to is there an obstruction from dumb some administrators of parliament so mfa you and your team of journalists can ask these questions and get proper answers at present we were operating on the assumption that the standard procedure is that once the bill is passed the clerk has a duty to write to 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 the presidency it's been three months if the letter only got out yesterday, mm-hmm. then there are issues. What could have been the obstruction that you're talking about? Because um, I'm sure when the discussion was going on yesterday, you were all of the opinion that the president had received it and he's the one that is violating the constitution by not assenting to it. But I'm sure you've been finding out since you heard that it's just yesterday that the president received it. Our men on the ground are also checking. But as a co-sponsor, what information are you picking up? So, Emma, to be honest with you, I do not want to go into speculation, mm-hmm. but I'm very livid that Parliament, the institution of Parliament, can be disrespected to this extent from what is now emerging as its own operatives. Because they are processes and they are responsible officers who are supposed to communicate these. So, if we are not seeing a copy of a letter that was signed only yesterday, by the deputy clerk, we will request further information on why since July, it was only yesterday. And please join us in asking those questions. At present, I do not want to speculate. Mm-hmm. The, the recession that the majority leader contemplated and requested was rejected by the House. And so it is the one who obstructed it you and I will both farm out, finals. At present, we don't have that information. And I don't want to speculate. Well, But I feel very livid. And rightly so, though. And uh, most of us will also join in asking all these questions. But uh, more substantively, the issue about professional witch hunters, uh, which is the key concern, asking which institutions people would have to go to to become professional witch hunters, are they not valid questions that we ought to answer? Yes, they are valid questions. And, and in fact, to be honest with you, if you if you read the provisions of the bill in its entirety, there's actually no issue about who a professional witch hunter is. The wording of the bill is saying someone who professes by using sorcery, black magic, and other related practices to be able to judge who a witch is falls into that category. And so if you, MFA, God forbid, but if you, MFA, elect to be able to use those processes to, be, to find out who a witch is, 
Then under the law, you fall under a witch hunter. I don't know what other word you want to use. We are describing anyone who elects to undertake this process. And therefore, your activities become criminalized under the law. And what we are saying is that if you are a Ghanaian living in the Ghanaian space, you have the right to practice whatever you want. It's a cultural, religious, whatever it is. But you fail. You must stop accusing anybody of being a witch. That the law will not allow. And that's the law we pass. Well, Go ahead and practice, but don't accuse anybody. And, and the issue about cost implication, was it covered also? So we are not pointed to any cost. This is a private member's bill. Okay. We've been able to go through all the process. Indeed, Parliament requested a physical impact assessment of the passage of this bill. The draft unit of Parliament did the assessment with the accounts, with all their lawyers, wrote to we the sponsors, we in turn wrote to the speaker and the clerk, and we had the passage. Mm. So these were all covered. Fiscal impact assessment was done. Okay. And so if anybody has any cost implications, then you should have arrested it much earlier mm. and bring to us what the cost implications are that we didn't find out, that the impact assessment didn't find out, and that it had to take six months sitting on the corridors of power, I mean, of parliament, for you to now be able to, 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 to be contemplating such costs. But, they don't exist. But I'm just wondering, this particular bill, yes. what, what is it that will make people want to put impediments in its way? In terms of That's why I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm not, I'm resisting the attempt to speculate why. Because look, since July, MFA, three more women have been innocently killed. That's correct. Because of witchcraft accusations. As a society, we should not accept that. And so, with this and the history, even before July, of how vulnerable groups are calmed and maltreated and dehumanizing conditions in which they are in the 21st century, these were the motivations for which we thought that we should criminalize those accusations. And so we went through all the processes. It was open. It wasn't by ABC Christie. We did a lot of stakeholder engagement, including visiting the villages camps in the north, mm. visiting some prayer camps, engaging all the stakeholders, including the gender ministry. So everyone, indeed, and journalists, people of your house, Jojo Corbina was one of them, engaging as many stakeholders as possible to exhaust all these nuances and possible questions. So to finish this process, and then somebody hijacks it for three months, it's, 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 it's very demoralizing. We are grateful. That's um, Godfrey Sedu Jassol, is War East MP there, a co-sponsor of this particular bill. And speak of Jojo Kobina, he's our features editor and he's done extensive work on this uh, particular issue. We all remember Equia Dente, 90-year-old woman, uh, was beaten by witch doctors and later died. Jojo has put everything in perspective for you. <laughs> Alleged witches receiving weapons of their lives to confess to crimes. Subsequently, they are banished to witch camps after trial by ordeal. But on the 27th of July 2023, Parliament passed a law to criminalize declaration, accusation, naming or labeling of another person as a witch. The Criminal Offences Amendment Bill 2022 is read the third time and passed. This law was intended to bring relief to victims of witchcraft accusations. But not really. The minority leader, Kesel Atoforsen, is disappointed that the president has not assented to the bill. The Criminal Offences Amendment Bill, together with the witchcraft bill, was approved by this House months ago. Speaker, these are bills that I have personally followed. 
and I'm aware that the bills after approval, after passage by this house, was sent to the president months ago. Clearly, Mr. Speaker, the Constitution guides us as to what we have to do when the president fails to assent to bills that has been approved by this house. So, Majority Leader Oseche Mensabunzu explained that President Akufado had not signed the anti-witchcraft bill because it had substantial errors. Ordinarily, it should have been sent to the, the president for his assent. I must state emphatically that those bills have not been sent to the president for his assent. The speaker knows about it. And I'm surprised that he came and, and made this address made appear as if the president was trampling upon the constitution. Nothing can be further from the truth. And going through, I realized that there were major challenges. Things that parliament ought to have paid attention to. Well, after 122 days, the bill moved at a snail's pace from parliament to the presidency. The presidency, in a signed statement, announced that the president had received a bill for assent on the 27th of November 2023, and that was yesterday. So the key question is, if the bill had substantial errors, why has it been fast-forwarded to the president? Or is it that the errors have been corrected within a matter of hours? Victims of witchcraft accusations are waiting with bated breath for the president to assent to a bill that will protect their rights and other vulnerable women. That's our features editor, Jojo Kobna's report, and I'm sure you've heard many, many of his reports and seen, um, you know, what these women go through in the hands of these um, professional, so-called professional witch hunters, amongst others, and it ought to be passed. This is a bill that we'll follow up on, and the team, Jojo Kobna and all of us, this is a bill that will definitely... So we have ghost uh, busters and then... And then we have witch hunters. hunters. Mm. What's in business, George? Well, let me for coming up. Government moves to ensure project financed by external creditors will not suffer should negotiations on debt restructuring delay. And some market players want MTN to come clean on reasons of a recent hike in tariffs as operator present contradictory statements on the increase. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Kingdom Books and Stationery Syntax Tanks and President Hebal and Chaco. The other day, I visited Kweku at his spunky new office to congratulate him on opening his business. And man, was I impressed. The business is just moving quick. The sales, customers, everything is just working seamlessly. The secrets, hmm. He said, it's MTN Business Broadband. In this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. We are good together everywhere you go. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osuakwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community One, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC. 
Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627-92. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double-layer tank. And now, you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana. And now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi, 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. For over 10 years, Old Mutual has been touching lives in Ghana. Whether you're a trader or a student, an entrepreneur, or an employer, or nearing your retirement, we have the right financial solutions tailored just for you. Contact Old Mutual on 030-7000-600 or visit our website on oldmutual.com.gh to learn more. And let's realize your financial freedom together. 10 years of greatness, here for a lifetime. Old Mutual, do great things every day. <laughs> As the commander-in-chief in my house, I always ensure that I give my family the best. And this includes their television viewing. That's why we watch Go TV. <laughs> Go TV gives you all the local drama on Aquaba Magic. And I watch my favorite cartoons on Go TV. Go TV Super Plus in T. I get all the Premier League games, La Liga, Syria, and Europa. This festive season, Yenya Gibraltar down star seven five nine hash to reconnect today and be part of the excitement. Go TV, love it. I'm away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepsodent Heba and a Pepsodent Taco. I paid yeah. You're going to natural. FTH, you're going to be a young cat. The luckiest. Luck is everywhere. For everyone, yeah. The luckiest. Keep buying your luckiest ticket with star 712 hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community. And stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on star 712 hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 2023 and draw date is on 23rd December 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 Hash. You could be the luckiest. You welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, government says will explore innovative means to ensure that projects affected by the external debt restructuring doesn't suffer. There are fears that delays in reaching a deal with external creditors could affect the resumption of these works on these tall projects. The government says there are plans to ensure that these initiatives doesn't suffer. Dr. Mohammed Amin Adam is the Minister of State at the Finance Ministry. But, but this is also the same thing happening to Confanochi. Uh, hospital. You know, it was funded through uh, donor funding and because of the debt standstill and the restructuring negotiation, that project has also come to a standstill. 
government has agreed to to fund it while the negotiation for the restructuring is going on and therefore a provision has been made in this budget to complete the uh, hospital we have also initiated uh, processes of paying outstanding ipcs of about 14 million uh, euro and so similarly those other projects that have come to stand still because of the restructuring of the of the debts are not going to be abandoned and also uh, don't forget that once we reach an agreement with our creditors uh, we will have clarity which of the projects will continue Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam. Now, some market players are making a strong case for MTN to come clean on reasons for the recent increase in tariffs. Telecom's giant MTN in a text message had earlier attributed the hike to rising operational costs. However, in an advert in the daily today, MTN linked the review to some regulatory requirement. Apia Domaku is the West African Regional Director for CATS International and is one of those analysts that has been pushing for some answers from MTN. One breath is attributed the cost of increase to rising cost of operating. Uh. And then in the telegraphic announcement, it said that the military measures. Of course, this is a free, uh, we live in a free market. So if uh, you feel that you want to increase your prices, don't leave. But the challenge is that MTN is half a market power and a dominant player. And so whenever it increases prices, consumers will find it difficult to be able to switch. And because of that, it becomes more preferring to consumers. Apia Domako is the West African Regional Director for CATS International. Now, Bank of Ghana Governor Dr. Ernest Addison has indicated that challenging, the challenging economic environment had impacted badly on credit extension and loan repayment. It's coming after the latest Bank of Ghana data showed that loans that banks fear will not be paid or has been classified as bad debt had hit record levels. But Dr. Addison believes that things will normalize soon. Sector credit, as I stated, it has declined, and in real terms, it's declined even further. And the reasons for that are very clear. I mean, you had an economic crisis in 2022. The macroeconomic conditions have deteriorated. In that kind of environment, borrowers have not been able to service their debts, so the banks are recording higher non-performing loans. The risk to lending has increased, and the banks are reacting. Right. They are risk averse. So until the economic conditions improve and people who borrow are able to service their debt on time, the banks will be cautious about lending. So this is what we are seeing. And we expect that once we sustain the progress that we are making in terms of bringing in stability, that would help people who borrow to be able to carry out their business and then service their debts on time. Bank of Ghana Governor Dr. Ernest Addison. Now, the European Union says it is committed to supporting cities in the country to confront climate change challenges. The EU ambassador to Ghana, Ayaka Razali, disclosed this at the EU Climate Diplomacy Week, where four mayors from Accra, Tema, Sekendita Kradi, Ningupambram, and Ewutu Senya East joined the EU to actually enforce impressive issues when it comes to climate change. I had the opportunity to remind that by far the European Union is leading the pack when it comes to climate finance. We are spending 40 billion euros uh, in terms of uh, climate funding worldwide, meaning funding as well developing countries to meet adaptation and mitigation activities. And as the European Union, we are cutting by 55% our emission by 2030, which is a key driver as well to mitigate climate change and which is a call for other large economies to join the effort. Akai Rastali is the head of the EU delegation to Ghana. Let's do some stock market news. And if you had invested on the Ghana Stock Exchange from January to date, you made an average return of almost 30%. Of all companies that traded on the market today, there wasn't any price change that affected investors badly. And that's all for business 
on Newsnight. Back to you, MFA. Thank you so much, George. Enjoy the rest of the evening. Okay? I'll, tr- I'll try. You try, don't try. Just enjoy. Okay. Yeah, it's important. We have your messages via WhatsApp. Kofi Sedwin Kolongo says imposing restrictions on importation of goods into the country will be a meaningless will be meaningless unless our tax regime is designed in such a way that it will encourage cheap local productions of goods in the country. We have this one also says if the president was actually concerned, I believe you would have sought to know the status of the bill. And um, please, can we also reach out to Francis Tosu for we, the residents of Ayimen Sakweman, we are also heavily flooded and we wish our MP will come to our rescue like the Ningo Pram Pram MP. This is Leo from Ayimen Sakweman. Leo, so sorry to hear about your plight. And Abochi Philip in Keta says, dam spillage is becoming too much in our society. It seems the authorities are sleeping on the job. And this one says, what kind of leadership are we seeing? This ally will be allowed to go through like the e-levy and we cannot see this as another avenue to enrich government and party cronies it goes on and on some of your messages that you've sent in via whatsapp thank you so much for sending them through let's do sports musbao is here Hello, MFA. Well, uh, the MTNFA Cup um, action is underway across many league centres in the country. But one game that is still underway at the Wabara Sports Stadium is a regional derby between Kumasi and Tokotoka and Nations FC. Uh, they've been just about 15 minutes to the end of the game, and Kumasi and Tokotoka are leading by four goals to two against Nations FC there. Well, Steve Mokwala, the Ugandan striker, had scored twice and provided an assist and, uh, and the other goals also coming from Isaac Opong and Richmond Lamte or finding the back of the net for Kumasiya Santikotoko there. It follows their win against Legon Cities on Saturday, three goals to one in the Ghana Premier League and if they're able to complete this game, it makes it uh, three consecutive wins for the Porcupine Warriors who have had a very difficult start to the Ghana Premier League this season. In other games also, Great Olympics managed to defeat Sporting Kicks by four three on penalty after the game had ended nil nil over there in the mtnfa cup so keep tabs on that tomorrow a crowd of folk will be in action at the poppy man and uh, they'll be playing their fa cup game over there well tonight at 8 p.m is the game between paris Saint germain and newcastle in the champions league group stage we're going to bring you commentary of that game here but ahead of the game newcastle head coach eddie howe has been speaking about how important this game is for them if they want to continue their campaign in the champions league yeah i think it's i think it's good to have all those mixture of emotions going into a match i think there needs to be we need to play on the edge i think we're at our best i think every team is their best when they're they have that different emotion running through them so I expect that from the players tomorrow we're going to need every ounce of motivation energy to get a result here this is a defining moment in our Champions League campaign we're well aware of where we sit in the group and you know what can happen tomorrow so we're going to give it everything well in against Barcelona we're playing uh, Porto and uh, we'll keep tabs on that also well MFA the big question is is will Ghana be able to win the AFCON come next year it's been over 40 years mm-hmm. since we last won it and uh, we're hoping we win it. The trophy came to Accra yesterday. And <laughs> Stephen Appiah, when he set sight on the trophy, he said he wished he was able to lift it for Ghana when he played. But he didn't. And he's hoping the players would do the same come next year. That's it for sports. But do, you you believe, do you believe they will lift the cup? Uh, it's, it's difficult, but anything is possible. You know, anything is possible. Yeah, in football. So okay. we'll wait to see. Well, uh, thank you very much, Musbao, there with the latest from the world of sports. Now, um, let's inspire hope. And we have our stories of hope today. Today from the eastern region where a dedicated English teacher is not only transforming education at the Mampong and Kwanta MA school but also spearheading a movement to address a critical issue of affecting girls attendance that's menstruation facing um, resource challenges Ejewa's innovative approach of creating reusable pads has not only kept girls in school but has rippled positive effects across 20 communities Mamisi Nyamiche Thompson has the rest of the story. Meet Ejewa, an English teacher who nine years ago embarked on a journey that would redefine education in Adoso. This place is my first station to teach. So uh, when I when I got here, I saw a lot of challenges that the girls were going through. The Mampong Quanta School 
a pillar of learning for over 60 years, has a population of 240 pupils, out of which 113 are girls. Sanitary towel, the prices is going high. And even with the workers, sometimes it's with some sort of pain. Why should, why should we pay such a price? Headmaster Osei Isaac Nyeneku is also worried about the low attendance of some girls in the junior high school because of their menstrual cycle. Sometimes you go to the classroom, especially at the junior high level, you see that most of the girls uh, aren't in school. Some of them tell you they have finding pains in their abdominal pains and the rest. Determined to make a difference, Ejewa conceived the idea of creating reusable parts using simple materials, cloth, an absorber, scissors, needle, and thread. A cost-effective solution to a pervasive problem. Great-grandmothers were using this amwasin. It's eco-friendly because one, it doesn't litter like the disposable sanitary towels that we all use. Teaching one girl at a time, her impact extended beyond the classroom, reaching over 20 communities in the Adoso enclave. I was 12 years old when I got my period. Sometimes if my mother had money, she would buy parts for me and my sister. Using the pad that we wash is good than using the ordinary one. Because the one we are serving, we can wash it, but that one we can't. My teacher is teaching me that if I take the material, I'll cut it and I'll sort it. I'll take it to put the big pack, then I'll sort it. It's better than the one my mother is writing for me. Um, sometimes um, the students have sex with um, the boys so that they can get money to buy um, the sanitary pad. And I think this um, training will help us from being sexually related with the boys. Her outreach efforts have significantly improved school attendance, garnering appreciation from the headmaster. And for this term, since the introduction of those things last term, he started the advocacy and he trained few of the girls. This term, only yesterday I went for the class registrators to look in to see those through one term so that, but I realized that the girls are always in school. So I think that one is helping them a lot. Even the municipal girls' education officer, Gifte Shen, insists she extends her initiative to all seven education chapters in the region. The impactful campaign advocating for a reduction in the prices of sanitary parts has borne fruit. With the government taking a commendable step by eliminating taxes on locally produced parts set to take off next year. For Joy News, I am Amisi Yameche Thompson. Definitely a story of hope there put together by my colleague in our series of stories of hope. Now, um, yesterday we're in Adenta constituency for the much-anticipated parliamentary primaries. Today we are heading to Lejokuku and it's uh, more like the battle lines are drawn. It's been an unpredictable seat since its inception and swings between the two major political parties, NDC and MPP. In our election headquarters today, Samuel Imbura of our political desk highlights that competition to come. Lejokuku constituency remains a seat to look out for because it does not keep an occupant for too long. Dr. Bernard Okoboy succumbed to defeat in 2020 against the NDC. He is once again considered a front-runner in the upcoming race. But UK-based businessman Collins Ni Ashiti Olenu says he means business. He has renounced his UK citizenship to join the race, insisting that the party's 2020 defeat in the constituency was avoidable. That defeat in 2020 was not something that any sympathizer of the MPP had hoped for in Lebekutu. But unfortunately, it happened that way. But now the party has an opportunity to right the wrong. Presidential staffer Ibrahim Ejay, who believes in second chances, considers himself as the catalyst for change in the NPP. I'm that agent of change, and that's what I want to do. I want to bring the opportunities that exist within government to the people of Lejikuku so they can realize their ambitions. Meanwhile, former constituency second vice chairman Clifford Matekoli claims 
His popularity among the contestants makes him the right candidate to lead the NPP. Right now when you come to Teshi, they have nicknamed me the Super Duper and everybody, everybody, everywhere across the divide is talking about the Super Duper. So when it comes to popularity, I'm ahead of the people. The question remains, who will lead the NPP, delegates and time have all the answers. From Lejokoku constituency here in Accra, Samuel Mbura, Joy News. And that's a Samuel Mbura's report ending today's edition of News Night here on Joy 99.7 FM. And the gigs are up next. Perpetual, what are we looking at tonight? Hi, Erefa. This evening we are looking at cyberbullying, specifically for children and how parents can help them. It's something that even adults find daunting. So we want to at least address parents so that they can protect their children. Okay, thank you. We're staying in uh, for that. And then much later, subsequently, we have more on myjoyonline.com where basic school students across Ghana are receiving a boost in their practical ICT learning experience. Ethan Lai will bring you that report subsequently. Have a good evening. I am MFA Apau. have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.